who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. through the trees. The air seems hazy, thick. The light should be getting brighter now. Why isn't it? Charred flakes. The taste of smoldering wood. Heat builds with every step I take. Smoke blooms above the treetops. Oh no! I break clear of the forest, wipe the ash from my face. Thomas's church is lit up like a funeral pyre. Flames lick up the wooden walls. Help! Help us! Obedience! She told me the settlement was gathering for prayer. They're still inside! I dash to help, but the heat pushes me back. Sweat pours down my face. I can barely see through the cinders and smoke. Fumes burst between the planks and the walls. All the shutters are barred shut. There's not much time. The church will collapse and crush everyone with it. Hold on! Out of the corner of my eye, I see a figure moving through the mist, away from the church towards James's forge. <laughs> he did this, like James said, punishing the faithful. I clamp both hands on the shaft of my axe. Get the children out! 
ax leaves are thin dead. Blisters form on my damp palms. I can see light. A soot-stained hand reaches through the gap. Push that plank, it's weak. Pass the ax through. I need to hit it from his side. I give it to him. The door gives way. People spill out onto the grass, but I don't recognize them. Their faces are smudged with soot. Ash coats their hair. You're all right. You'll be all right. A man in scotch clothing carries a girl over his shoulder. I see two women huddled over bundles in their arms. Obedience and Mistress Dare. Hush now. Shh. I have you, sweetie. Their babies are alive. Filthy, moaning, but alive. It's all I need to see. My glass beads scorch against my throat. I take off my necklace and tuck it into my jacket pocket beside the penknife. I run towards the forge. <sighs> the devil standing in front of the furnace. Flames outline his shape. And the dragon stood before the woman. There are no prison bars to save you this time, Agnes. There's a hammer laying on the bench. I edge towards it. The anvil stands between us. Damn you! <laughs> Still cursing. A sinner to the end. I'm not afraid of you. The hammer's so close. <gasps> you should be. Zachary and Thomas were strong men. Look what happened to them. Zachary was carrying a baby. Thomas was asleep. You killed Daniel in his sickbed. Prudence was just a little girl. You're not powerful. You're a coward. <laughs> I lunge. He swipes his claws and paint slices through my cheek. But I, I, I've got it. I, I've got the hammer. I'll send you back to the abyss. I swing my hammer. It cracks down on his skull, shattering it like an egg. The bone falls away. A gaunt, human face glowers up at me. You're just a man. I see your face. His lips pull into a sardonic grin and his eyes, they still burn. His skin is pale like a grub. You see his face. The poor fool. They said they could help him. They said if he prayed, his soul would be clean. He, he believed them. But the urge to maim, to kill, never stopped. They just grew stronger. We circle the anvil. Blood drips down my cheek. I see the broken shards of his claws and realize he made them himself. Sharpened bones and, and fixed them to gauntlets. Every part of him is human. If I can just keep him talking, distracted. You came to Roanoke with the first settlement. Last attempt to save his soul in a new land. But he eventually learned the truth. The word of God is nothing but lies and empty promises. And those who spread those lies must be punished. He picks up the bellows and blows <laughs> dust and embers into my face. 
Blindly, I swing the hammer. Sparks fly as it clashes against heated metal. I stagger backward. You've lost your mind, not your soul. <laughs> That's what you'd rather believe. His mother wanted to think the same. But she learned the truth in the end. You killed your own mother. The minister said it was an accident. He took the orphan in, but it was me who nurtured the boy, who raised him as my own. He gave himself over to me, and I devoured him. His eyes gleam maniacally. No longer a devil, but a cruel man lost to delusion. I'm going to stop you, and no one will call this an accident. I swing forward with my hammer as he raises the bellows. <gasps> Something flares at my side. Oh! Oh! White hot. A poker. I wasn't watching his other hand. I drop the hammer. The killer kicks it away. Somehow I find the strength to run. The pain is excruciating. I knock tools off the benches as I go. Anything to trip him up and slow him down. Cold air doubles the pain of my wounds. I limp across the grass in the direction of home. He's following me. Slowly, enjoying the suspense, his black coat stretching like a shadow at his back. Even James couldn't save himself. You'll join him in the lake of fire. program is sponsored by Factor. Hey, everybody, if you're trying to eat healthier and want to make your life easier, Factor's got it all figured out. Delicious, ready-to-eat meals that are delivered to you fresh, never frozen. They're chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. No meal prep. Nada. Zip. There's 35 different options that change every single week. You can choose the calorie smart option if you're trying to lose weight, like I am. There's a protein plus option if you work out on a regular basis, like I'm trying to do. There's even keto if you want a low carb option. There are also 60 add ons if you want to make your meal larger or you can choose a snack. It's completely flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Head to factormeals.com slash FR50 and use code FR50 to get 50% off. That's code FR50 at factormeals.com slash FR50 to get 50% off. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. 
Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. People have been inside my house. The slats on the floor are still stained with Thomas's blood, but the bed has been stripped and the sheets are boiling in the cauldron. There are buckets of rusty water and my broken broom leans against the wall. There's nothing useful left downstairs. Oh, what about the loft? Oh, I grab a hold of the ladder, but my injured leg won't lift. Let go of me! There's nowhere to hide. Oh. I lose my grip on the ladder. Desperately, I reach for my necklace. It's all that I have. The metal chain loops easily around his throat. His claws slash wildly, but I'm behind him now, pulling tight. A link breaks. The beads scatter. We fall in opposite directions. He staggers towards the bed. I reel back to the fire. My bleeding hands grope for something, anything. All they find is a washboard. The killer grins. Time to give the devil his due. He pulls off one of his claws and throws it like a dagger. I raise the washboard as a shield just in time. But he's quick and the second dart burrows into my shoulder. Oh, my legs give way. Mm-hmm. It's a shame this has to end. I so enjoyed our game. Poor Thomas. He really thought his faith would save him. (laughs) It was easy to torture him, to turn him against you, as if you could command me. Look at you, pathetic. You could never be the Witch of the Woods. (laughs) My eyelids flutter open. I'm on the dirt, facing the wall. The broom lays by my side. Its handle, a sharp, splintered point from when I broke it. Still, you survived longer than the last one. Your corpses can rot together. Just you, me, and Hannah forever in the shack. His shadow falls over me. Oh, I roll at the last minute, broomstick poised like a spear. It finds his mark in the soft flesh under his ribs. His eyes widen in shock. His blood is as red as any mortal's. One hand grips the shaft of the broom as he falls. He drops, blood oozing from the side of his mouth. I stand and plant my foot on his chest, yanking out the broom. You're not the devil, but you're going to meet him now. I tip the cauldron over. 
boiling water and lie cascade over him. His skin blisters and pops. The killer writhes and twists in pain. He's no longer pale. Now he's as red as the demon he wanted to be. At last, he falls still. It's over. Relief quickly gives way to sadness. The killer may be gone, but so is my life as I knew it. My hope for love with Jake's. Probably the colony at Roanoke too. They're gone. All I have left is scars. Eventually, I gather enough strength to stand up. I need to wash my wounds before they fester. I stagger out of my house for the last time. A pole of grey smoke drifts towards the trees. Thomas's church smoulders, the rafters exposed, the supports crumbled and black. All his dreams have turned to dust. But there are people moving outside the building. They are not wearing the stiff wall of the colony. The Croatoan. They must have seen the smoke and come with food and medicine. All the bounty we tried but failed to pull from this land. One of them, a man, gestures off into the distance. Obedience and Caleb follow a group of native women in the same direction. Gradually, they vanish into the mist. The settlement is done. In years to come, only the forest will remember what happened here. And I don't want that. Reaching into my jacket pocket, I find the penknife. <sighs> it was in there all along. Carefully, I carve the letters into the trunk, so if anyone comes looking for us, they will know who saved those that survived. Croatoan. I limped the other way, towards the ocean. I think of James, lying beneath trees like this. I don't want to see those words ever again. I remove my boots, pad across the sand and stones. Froth laps at my feet. Freezing water teases at my calves, my knees, my waist. It hurts, but it's a good pain. All the blood and filth twist away in copper ribbons. I plunge beneath the surface. I can feel the heartbeat of the ocean. The waves that carried my mother from France and my father's ships. I remember who I am. I'm not a sinner, like they said. I'm a survivor. And I no longer feel alone. I glance down at my stomach, rippling beneath the water. There's a chance, however slim that I might have taken more than memories from James that night. I raise my head. Autumn sun breaks through the clouds. There, on the horizon, I see it. Right now, it's only a smudge, but it's growing larger. A ship heading towards the island. I don't know who will be on it. I don't know where it might take me. But I'm ready.
produced by Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh. Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every night. Roanoke Falls is written by Laura Purcell, produced by Nicole Otto and Haley Wagreich. And executive produced by John Carpenter, Sandy King Carpenter, and Molly Barton. Performed by India Dupre, Eric TD, Anthony Garland, Theo Devaney, Jack Hawkins, Stella Balik Carr, Jess Nahikian, Callie Shatara, Kyle McCarley, Craig Robert Young, Caroline Bloom. Audio production and direction by Kaylin West. Sound design by Fred Greenhalge and Rory O'Shea. Additional editing by Corey Barton. Original music by Hashem Asadullahi. With orchestration by Andrew Rowan. Featuring performances by Kevin Devine, Alba Ponce de Leon, Max Kutner, Carl McComas Reichel, and Peter Brandler. Cover art by Kendall Thomas. Mm-hmm.